0: Happy holidays to all you out there in the boxing universe. You are dialed into the Boxing Rant YouTube channel. I'm Kenny Keith, and I'm joined, as always, by Vince Cummings. What up, Vin?
1: What's going on, brother? We uh, come to the close of this uh, award season here at the Boxing Rant.
0: It is the fourth and final award that we will be giving out on the Boxing Rant as we deliver you the Breakout Fighter of the Year. But before we announce the winner of the Breakout Fighter of the Year for 2016, we just want to remind all of you out there, to stop by theboxingrant.com today. Subscribe to the Boxing Rant YouTube channel if you haven't already, and look for us as we deliver the Tale of the Tape Boxing Podcast every week, episode 144, the prospect list, coming your way here in the next week as we wrap up 2016 here on New Year's Eve at the Boxing Rant. Be sure to subscribe to the Tale of the Tape on iTunes, Google play and Spreaker, but it's all at the boxing Follow Vin on Twitter at Vince Cummings, 81 and follow me on Twitter at Kenny Keith, Jr. Vince new award this year, 2016 breakout fighter of the year. Who are we giving it to? I don't know, man. There's some good candidates. There is three guys in particular made a mark that you could kind of see coming. Mm-hmm. Okay. You could see it coming. When was that time when they would break out and become part of the boxing, the diehard boxing fans world vocabulary, right. ingrained? And when would they make that impression where must they... must see TV? Absolutely. Um, there's some names on the list. And there's one guy that joins the party that came out of left field. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We had no idea. They called him average Joe, but it turned out that he was uh, a little bit above average.
1: Unbelievable year for a guy, a guy that works 40 hours a week in the union laying concrete. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's just an unbelievable story. Uh, You know, rarely, rarely does a guy like this come out of nowhere. When's the last white American fighter that has been worth assault in this sport?
0: Kelly Pavlik. (sighs) Yeah.
1: And don't tell me Caleb Plant there, PBC people.
0: <laughs> hey, Chris Jerry blipped for a second. Uh, yeah, that and was in a, a controversial win. A over. blip, a blip is the perfect <laughs> way to explain that. Oh man! But Joe Smith looks
1: like he might not be a blip, my friend.
0: No, he might not. Dude, uh, uh, you know it
1: is what it was with with Hopkins being uh, fifty-one, almost fifty-two years old. But two years prior, Kovalev fought him and couldn't finish him. This kid got him out of there, mm-hmm. and and on top of that, shocked everybody with the first round TKO of Funfara with a huge overhand right. Remember Funfara like he treated, yeah. he, he did like the freaking ghost walk across the ring to the other ropes. He was a 15 was out one on his, underdog. Out on his feet. Out <laughs> on his feet.
0: Dude, you and I were so high on Funfara.
1: Oh, man, I thought he was poised to make a run.
0: Apparently Funfara and his camp were a little higher on themselves than we were. Well,
1: his chin is definitely questionable. We know that.
0: So coming in at number four on the breakout fighter of the year, 2016 is not your average Joe Smith. No, sir. (laughs) All right. Moving up to number three on the list, the guy that we talked in length about because he was a candidate in his fight against Jordan Schimmel for the 2016 knockout of the year. It is the newly crowned and, and, and well-deserved and well-earned IBF cruiserweight champion of the world, Murat Gassiev, a guy in Gassiev who had a fight earlier in the year with no contests because of him hitting after the bell and, right. you know, got sloppy, but we saw the direction of the fight was going Gassiev took that kind of, I guess, adversity because That could have turned in boxing fans' eyes one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, it didn't hurt him. He got in the ring with Dennis Lebedev, arguably the best cruiserweight in the world, a high-skilled technician, and in my opinion, put forth his will and put it upon Lebedev in raising the IBF cruiserweight title.
1: Yeah, and and a very, very close fight. I mean, split decision win, but a deserved split decision win. I think Gassiev... Deserve to win that fight. I mean, want to be clear on that, no doubt. And he backs that up with uh, number two on our knockout of the year list with a left hook that just almost killed Jordan Schimmel. (laughs) I mean, this guy came from. I mean, yeah, he he was on everybody's radar and and on our radar coming into 2016. But by no means did I think at the end of 2016 this guy would be raising a, a belt in the cruiserweight division. And beating Denis Lebedev, I'm, I'm sorry, did not see that coming at all.
0: No, I mean, dude, he has a very limited amateur background. Yeah. I mean, most of these, you know, these, these Asian Eastern Bloc fighters that come from these schools, from these countries, from the former Soviet Union, there's kind of this assumption that these guys all have these distinguished, you know, long, deep amateur pedigrees. M- Murat Gassiev was not that at no, all no I mean this guy could not be any more raw and to step in and, and and with a guy with an amateur pedigree with a ton ton of professional experience pretty much the linchpin of the cruiserweight division yeah and to go in there and impose his will on him I agree I mean you mentioned that yeah he was kind of on 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 our radar well yeah sparring partners with triple G trains at the summit with Abel Sanchez. We've seen him on TV before. He knocked out Jordan Schimmel on the PBC
1: goes to show you who you surround yourself with matters. My friend.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) I think the sky's the limit for this guy. Oh yeah. I mean, for him to even come in on this list, I know it's a new award, but to be talking about Murat Gassiev, his performances this year, Knockout of the year candidate Denis Dennis Lebedev being defeated. It should have been a unification fight. if The WBA had any fucking balls, Yeah, but they can't decide which way they're going one way or the next, whatever moral high ground seems convenient, a little more money in Russia. So he only raises the IBF cruiserweight belt, right? Look, man, we talked about it before. If there's a fight I know I want to see in 2017, it is a unification fight. Between Alexander Usyk and Murat Gassiev.
1: That is one of the five best fights you can make in boxing next year, in my opinion, man. I think so, too. I mean, that would be just the the technical boxing and, uh, and sneaky power of Usyk against just a raw monster in that division and two huge cruiserweights. I mean, 6'2", six, 6'3", six, big dudes. Yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. They're eventually, both of them are going to be heavyweights.
0: Uh, absolutely i mean dude i think gassiev has a huge potential at heavyweight with his power man oh
1: he's got a, he's got a little bit bigger of a frame thicker wider he's definitely built more than Usyk is
0: in the in, in, in a the, more muscular fucking he's way definitely. built in more of the fashion of wolverine or zangief <laughs> right. you know what i mean
1: looking like a street fighter
0: yeah exactly exactly all right so murat gassiev breakout fighter this year yeah an amazing year lifts the ibf 200 pound belt um, great things on the horizon for Gassiev coming in at number two, a guy who was in our top five prospects last year on the 2015 prospect list here on the Boxing Rant. One of the epitomes and the and and, and really the defining fighters of a new generation that there's a lot of skepticism on their dedication, what their motives are. Are they going for money? Are they going for boxing greatness? This guy does not blur lines. Mm-mm. He does not give you or leave you any question in doubting what his motives are. Outside of the ring, he is a professional athlete. He trains year-round. He is a constant marathoner. Um, he is constantly in shape, always ready to go at a moment's notice. He's a professional athlete. He's a two-time Mexican Olympian. Oscar Valdez has delivered on every promise. And I'll tell you right now, very few fighters in this world, especially fighters that are on that precipice. We talked about Vasily Lomachenko. We talked about his breakout year that he had. I don't get as excited about fighters when it comes to the levels of Lomachenko, but Oscar Valdez gets me going in the direction of a boxing fan where I can get away from the skepticism the cynicism, the constant drudgery of political bullshit that just keeps you in the mire, in the mud. Yep. When constantly, especially guys like us, we talk about this sport at length every single week. You know what I mean? So sometimes you're talking... We get dragged into it. (laughs) Absolutely. This is the kind of fighter, the young Mexican, Oscar Valdez. This is the kind of fighter right here that makes you feel good about the future of boxing because he much like his counterparts like Chocolatito and Lomachenko. These guys that are revered, triple G, year-round professional athletes. Oscar Valdez does them all service. And he does service to the old greats in this game for taking it fucking seriously. And when he steps in the ring, he's determined. Sometimes you can can see that he just graduated from prospect, won his first championship this year, Mm -hmm. answered all the questions, but there's still so much more to be revealed. About Oscar Valdez.
1: Yeah. I mean, the guys, a he's one of the very few, and especially of the young batch of fighters, a couple of the guys you mentioned, he's a true throwback mentality when it comes to boxing. I mean, just a guy that he would, he'd probably fight six times a year. If, if, if there could be fights made, if, if the money was there to get him those fights, I mean, the guy is an unbelievable talent on top of it. He's becoming one of my three, four, five favorite fighters to watch. In boxing, and had a just a what was he, number three on our prospect list last year. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I knew his rise was going to be fast to getting a belt. And yeah, was it a vacant belt? Whatever, <laughs> against a not so great fighter. Oh, so be it.
0: Name uh, seven fighters in the top Let, ten that beats this kid. Let's
1: let's see who's who's willing to come face this kid and and get that belt. Yeah, because this this kid brings it, and is just. It, I don't, I don't, it's nothing but fastballs for him. I mean, he throws serious punches. He's not in there playing games. And the dude has developed a unbelievable professional style. That is, it's, it's just a joy to watch, man. Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah. He has, he has great potential. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if you made a list of the five fighters in this sport that have a potential to become all time greats, he's in them. Yes. He's in that conversation because while, yeah, you could, it, you can nickel and dime the talent, the skill, the speed, the footwork, all that stuff with all the guys at the top. You can mm-hmm. it, go back and forth, pound for pound. Who's better at doing this, doing that, whatever. What The, the intangible that Oscar Valdez has that qualifies him because everybody in that category qualifies themselves with their skills. is his work ethic. Yep, His determination, his dedication to the sport. And that is something that is completely invaluable in a day and age where I mean, let's be honest. I mean, we love doing our prospect list, but we were really pulling teeth to find people that really fit the bill of the kind of fighters of Oscar Valdez, of Alexander Usyk. There's, oh, not, there's of, not as uh,
1: many shoe-ins this year. as uh, uh,
0: Not very many Anthony Joshua's on the list, are there? No,
1: <laughs> or Oscar Valdez's or yeah. Usyk's. Yeah, none of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: it's, it's tough to find guys that, you know, there were guys on our prospect list last year that, You know, we fully expected to be competing and getting close to fighting for belts, but a lot of them got belts a lot quicker than we expected.
0: Many champions. I
1: don't know if the list this year is going to be anything like that. There might be a couple.
0: It may, it it may feel very similar to a main event, Eddie Hearn sponsored dart tournament (laughs) on sky sports in the UK where everybody is just fucking wasted. And we're just throwing shit at the wall and hoping something sticks.
1: I, I love playing darts, but I do not get it on fucking TV. That is <laughs> unreal to me. I
0: would love to be there, though. Oh,
1: no. It'd be awesome. The, the, it, just like anything in England, everybody goes and gets fucking hammered and has a blast.
0: I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. Um, Oscar Valdez, the WBO featherweight champion of the world. I uh, don't see many people running towards him.
1: No, absolutely not. Mr. Gary Russell Jr. Oh, he wants none. Please stand up. <laughs> Oh, he's the most avoided fighter in the division, Ken. Because you can't find him. <laughs> Where is he? Apparently, he's fighting. Maybe. It's been delayed already. So we'll see.
0: He's supposed to be in the co-feature on the Adrian Broner Granados card, right? Yeah. And apparently, that uh, fight is supposed to be the first fight at the MGM in, in the D.C. waterfront here. in the DC. I think waterfront. it's
1: already in limbo. Like, it's not.
0: Well, Gary Russell's off the card. <laughs> so if that fight's happening on that day at the MGM, it's just Broner's going alone.
1: Yeah, well, that's fine. I don't need Gary Russell. I'll go see Broner.
0: That makes sense. Put Jared Hurd in the co-feature. Yeah, perfect. All right, so speaking of Jared Hurd, he'll get some shine here as we venture into the prospect ranks. Yes, he will. But we move from the number two breakout fighter of the year, Oscar Valdez, into the 2016, the inaugural breakout fighter of the year here on the boxing rant. And it was last year's 2015 prospect of the year, and the number one... Ranked prospect in the world, according to us here at the Boxing Rant, the breakout fighter of the year is Alexander Usyk. Uh,
1: do, it's funny he's he's number one this year, and I think honestly, you know, I don't know if you can win this award back to back years, but next year looks like he's going to be trailing Mister Triple G on on a bunch of cards. Uh, I expect to maybe even bigger 2017 from Alexander Usyk. I mean, this guy has. Much like Lomachenko in eleven fights has established himself as the man.
0: Well, he come from the school of Papachenko. <laughs>
1: that shit is so goddamn funny.
0: Uh, oh, Alexander
1: Usyk, baby. That dude, I, look, he's delivered.
0: He's made us look good anyways. Yes. Yes. Um, but he's made himself look good. Oh, absolutely. And he, honestly, like watching his rise to the Ukraine, you know, fortunately enough they got something right over there, K two. Uh, Europe um, uh, realized that this guy needed to be promoted well over there. Uh, he was already a national hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, do you win the Olympic gold medal in the heavyweight division um, in the Ukraine? That's you, a big deal. Yeah, you come from the school of Papachenko. I mean, let's be honest, he's a cruiserweight version of silly Lomachenko. Oh, he is. Um, look, the question remained, especially understanding the dynamic between. Tom Lawler working under the K2 promoter's license and what their affiliation was with Vitali Klitschko's K2 in Europe. Right. And that they had been separated and that Loeffler was pretty much working exclusively for triple G Has now signed a, a, you know, a bunch more fighters has signed Alexander uh, Usyk, Igus Klimas, the combination, my biggest question and my biggest concern at putting him last year as the prospect of the year was Would his affiliation with K2, would that be a guaranteed pathway to what seemed completely logical Mm -hmm. with this guy's rise that he should be one, two, Tyson Chavez Sr. With Triple G, would he make it to America? And we saw him debut just this month because Mm -hmm. we are in the last minutes of 2016 here in December. Um, Alexander Usyk made his U.S. debut. He decisively beat one of the top two cruiserweights in the world and Christoph Glavatsky, I mean, dominated him in Poland, went on the road, lifted his first world championship, breaking Evander Holyfield's all-time cruiserweight division record yep. on foreign soil in somebody else's country in dominant fashion, made his debut in the United States. All signs, roads, everything leads to Triple G and Alexander Usyk ascending over boxing over the next two or three years.
1: Absolutely. I won't argue with that for a second. Uh, this is why he's number one. It's, this is a guy that went from in 2015, nobody really knew about him. I mean, he's on our prospect list.
0: I wrote an article about him for early 2000, no, late 2014. Yeah. People were like, who, who are you talking about?
1: Yeah. I mean, this guy has truly be- become one of one of the fighters that is on everybody's radar as a boxing fan. He looks like he's got the fucking look. He, he, he's an unbelievable fighter on top of it. We still haven't even seen his... He, he dominated Glavatsky, but we haven't seen his best performance no, yet.
0: not by a long he, shot. He
1: stopped Machunu in what was an awkward fight for three or four rounds, and then he figured him out and, and started to dominate. We have not seen the best of this kid yet, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and dude, he is literally on the doorstep mm-hmm. of something truly great because... This doesn't go beyond, you, you know. You heard what he said.
1: Yeah. He's, he, he, can't w- he can't wait to fight Anthony Joshua. <laughs> that's
0: what I mean. It doesn't stop at cruiserweight. No. Bring on Lebedev with that fake-ass WBA belt that you got <laughs> gifted to hold on to. Oh,
1: I guarantee that's that was a part of it.
0: Gassiev, Lebedev, Bellu, all in the same year?
1: Uh, Bellu might be done, son. <laughs> the haymaker might put him to
0: rest. Yeah. For good. Yeah. You might just be dumb enough to come back, though. Yeah, they're letting him hold on to his belt. Alexander Usyk plans to hold on to belts for a very long time.
1: Well, I think he gathers two or three, and we'll see it. See it, heavyweight, sir.
0: Is it going to be an Usyk versus Lomachenko matchup, a battle of Ukrainian uh, Olympic gold medalists for Fighter of the Year in 2017?
1: A very good possibility.
0: Got to schedule the fights. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. Let's make it happen. All right. So the debut, of the inaugural 2016 break outfighter of the year here on the boxing rant is the WBO cruiserweight champion of the world, Alexander Usyk. So count it back. Joe Smith comes in at number four, Murat Gassiev, number three, Oscar Valdez, number two, Usyk, number one. You've been dialed into the boxing rant YouTube channel. I'm Kenny Keith. Follow me on Twitter at Kenny Keith, Jr. Follow Vince Cummings at Vince Cummings, 81. We will be back with the 2016 prospect list. You've all been looking forward to it. All of your interest has been well noted. Vin and I are studying up and, uh, you know, trying to put in time to put together a top 10 list worthy of the success we've had in the past. Yeah. And now we got to uh, live up to eight out of 10. <laughs> oh man. We'll give it our best shot. Well, we appreciate you all tuning in. Drop by the today. Subscribe to the boxing rant, YouTube channel and the tale of the tape boxing podcast. And until we see you for the countdown of the top 10 prospects in professional boxing, I'm Kenny Keith for Vince Cummings. You've been dialed into the boxing rant.